because if they want to stay with uh, Bob Baffert, uh, that's not happening as of right now. All right, uh, we'll put the horse racing talk aside for a couple of minutes. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl instead with our next guest. And now it's time for Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague. Well, great, Scott. Here we go. Back to the Futures. Back again on the BetQL Network. Lucy Burge, Brandon Sprague here. We're all hanging out yet again the week before the big game. And boy, oh boy, we got a busy, busy show. We're going to dive into the prop uh, the uh, prop bets that we have, and we've got all of them. Lucy's going to give you some of her favorites, some that you might not even know exist. Uh, we've got Luke Pergandy coming up, a propswap.com in about 12 to 15 minutes. And uh, we got a full-on Super Bowl preview to dive into. And before we start with Super Bowl props, I need to address the elephant in the room. My co-host is admittedly a gambler on the Pro Bowl, and I have no idea how to feel about that. I sure am. So the Super Bowl is the big game, but my big game today was the Pro Bowl. I know there are people that won't even bet on the Pro Bowl, but will bet on Russian table tennis. I was all in on the Pro Bowl today because that is the only reason I could keep watching this game because it was a snooze fest throughout the whole thing. But I bet on the AFC minus two. I had the over, I believe, was 64 and a half and uh, AFC minus one first half spread all hit. The trifecta. So it was a big win for me, the Pro Bowl. And so I looked at my Bovada account and I was like, oh, very interesting here that it actually uh, everything hit. So it was perfect. And Mac Jones hit at the end and looked like he was having a great time, which is all that matters. Uh, Lucy, let's be honest about something here. First of all, you have a problem, but I like it. I can I <laughs> can you. respect it. Um, I've been on really random college basketball games. And I, I Zach told us, our producer told us for the show, he goes, it's funny how people clown betting on the Pro Bowl. But then they'll like tweet out how they're betting on the MIAC and college basketball. It's games of teams you don't even know anything about. So if you're going to watch the Pro Bowl, I'm kind of anti Pro Bowl. But if you're pro watching the Pro Bowl, you might as well have a couple bucks laid down to make it interesting and make it entertaining in that way. Why not? If you're going to watch it anyway, why not? I know a lot of people are going to watch it, but I did because of that, because also there was no other football on today, which was very strange. Like one o'clock rolled around and I was like, what do I do? I have to start a new routine now at one o'clock. What do I do on Sundays? So I watched uh, weddings, uh, wedding planner, the JLo movie. JLo is my favorite actress. So I watched that movie and I cleaned my apartment. Okay. Big day. All right. So a huge day over there at the Burge residence. Uh, <laughs> Basically the same thing. It did feel kind of odd. Like I knew the Pro Bowl was going on. I knew there was some sports available. The PGA Pro AM was going on. I watched that a little bit. But it admittedly was really weird. And it's going to feel even more strange, I think, for us, Lucy. Once next week game wraps, and hopefully it's a good football game. But like once that ends, I don't, I'm not really a fan of either of these teams. So that it's going to hit me right then and there. I won't have the euphoria of a championship celebrating if I'm a Rams or Bengals fan um, or like if I was a Rams or Bengals fan. So I think next week, once that horn sounds and that game is done, it's it's going to be very sobering reality of, oh, we're not going to have football until about mid-August. I cannot wait that many months to get more football. I'll be jonesing for it. 
Exactly. Once that confetti falls, then the reality sets in, especially even that night or the next day where you're thinking, okay, so usually you look to baseball season. Do we even know if that's happening? I guess March Madness is something to look forward to, but yeah. no football is a whole nother animal because that is red zone all day Sunday. And then it's almost every night of the week now. So now every night of the week, we've already kind of been, been weaning off it because of, of, the fewer and fewer games and not having anything during the week, but it's still very weird to not look to Sunday and look at the matchups and think about the prop bets and think about what you're going to bet on. And now it's just, there's, there's very few other, I mean, there's a ton of other things, but no football. It's very yeah. strange and no Tom Brady. So that's going to be another thing that's going to hit the football world at the end. When we come back is, is just no football in general. And then everyone who's maybe Aaron Rodgers will retire. <laughs> I, think, I think i think most non-patriot buck fans are going to be pretty happy to not see tom brady come back well, i know you'll be devastated no boston will be, de uh, will be devastated but i think everybody will be happy now before we get to that point though lucy we must dive into this to the uh the old super bowl here you got the rams and the Bengals right now as we sit and we record this today because of course you can find the podcast and the betql network odyssey app all that good stuff the rams are four point favorites the over-under is 49.5. If you like the dog and you like the dog outright, Cincinnati is a plus 150. Zach asked in the show notes, Lucy, is it time to stop doubting Burrow? I would say that time has passed. Yes. Why, how are we feeling today on a Sunday, a week before the game? How are you feeling about this matchup and, and kind of where are you leaning right now? So I am leaning. I am leaned all the way. I am the leaning tower of Pisa toward the Bengals. 1,000%. I don't know how you bet. I mean, I know how you bet against Joe Burrow if you're a Rams fan or you're, you're very confident in Matt Stafford and that squad. But no, I am all in on Joe Burrow and that confidence. They had, even during the Pro Bowl, they had a promo for Joe Burrow and his cigars and how many cigars he's smoking, which is actually very few in his life, but yeah. they have the slow-mo of him smoking the cigar with the smoke around him. And he just looks like, it, I mean, how do you bet against him? Like this guy has just all the confidence in the world. I don't know how you bet against, he has confidence to be in, to believing this team is going to win a Super Bowl. Is, is, is the feel for you, cause I can tell you what it is for me. It, it, it feels like a lot of people in my life that do uh, gamble on sports it, it feels like the vast majority that's why I'm surprised at this line because it's it's fluctuated from four to about four and a half I don't think it's going to go much higher than that and I'd be a little surprised if it actually dropped to three and a half or even three but I, I I'm just surprised it's at four because Lucy everybody in my life including myself everything you just said I'm like yep 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 and there's this mystique around Joe Burrow and the Bengals in this moment to say they got the swagger, they got that confidence. It doesn't matter how young or inexperienced in the playoffs they are. It feels strange to bet against them now. Like I've bet against them three times and Lucy, I'm 0 for three. I don't dare do this the fourth time. I can see how the Rams could win by more than four, but it just feels like everybody that I'm around is betting the Bengals. I hear you say you're betting the Bengals. Um, you know, are you guys getting the general feel on the East Coast the way we are on the West Coast? It's like bet the Bengals. They're getting some points. Definitely. But I wonder if there are people that think when it comes down to it, can the Bengals pull this off? Like, will mm -hmm. something, will all the other games, have it just been good luck? 
And then this, it comes down to the biggest game and maybe they can't actually pull it off on the biggest stage. Who knows? I think they will. I think Joe Burrow is ready for this. And the things surrounding the Bengals right now that they are little things that they are having fun with that show me that they are very comfortable in this position, like the cart that they're bringing. They did a whole like Twitter thing about the cart that they're bringing with them to SoFi, the cart that during COVID, like they would have out for the media to put their microphones on. So they'd always wheel it out and it was like a thing. And I'm like, this is great because they're they're playing this up. They're having fun with this. They're, they're playing for Harambe. They want to win for Harambe the gorilla, <laughs> which like, how do you bet against this team now? Like this is America's team right here. The Rams yeah, are like, yeah. yeah, well, we're in the Super Bowl again, I guess. OBJ has now uh, said that he manifested their Super Bowl win. So that's something that I, I heard that. And I was like, I don't know if I want to bet against this. Manifestation is a very powerful thing, but Technically, he manifested them to be, he said, this opportunity to be in the Super Bowl. So not that they win it, that they're in the Super Bowl. So that's come true. But him versus my vision board, no match. Well, I mean, you mentioned a key point there. First of all, dubs out for Harambe. Like, you want to watch them win RIP Harambe. We all miss Harambe, even though we never went to that zoo. Um, You mentioned (laughs) Odell. I saw those same comments from Odell, and I, I... I did the eye roll. I just kind of find Odell, you know, he's gotten some redemption here in LA. There's no doubt. I just kind of find a lot of his situation is brought on upon himself. So like the whole, I I manifested, no, you went to a really good effing team. Can we be honest about this? Like the reason the Bengals to me might be more popular around the country in this matchup is because it's, it's new, it's unknown, it's fresh, it's swagger, it's confidence, but it's not, way in your face confidence right it's not crossing a line of confidence do you even find the rams likable because i think there are some good players on this team i won't refute that but i think part of what goes into this kind of game when you don't have any skin in the game when you're not looking at your favorite team playing against another team i think you're trying to reach for what you want right and i want the Bengals to get points because i'm betting joe burrow and i largely just don't find the rams that likable like they just trade all their picks they they have no salary cap space they're paying quarterbacks on different teams just to get another quarterback from a different team and look it's the smart way to build it i guess i don't know what it does to their future but i'm, I'm also ringing against the rams because i i don't find them as likable as the Bengals. like i want to watch joe burrow hoist the lombardi trophy in year two and go holy jeepers how many rings is this dude going to get in his career Exactly. I think the Rams are, I don't even know if they're likable or not, but they're not interesting. They're not the storyline that I am craving here, which is the Bengals winning the Super Bowl and Joe Burrow, like you said, hoisting that trophy because watching a guy like Joe Burrow win is gratifying. And it's like, you're happy for him. And with the Rams, it's like, okay, like the Rams win, but the Bengals are the story here. And they're also the heroes because they took down the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackson Mahomes and Brittany Matthews took down those villains of football right now and just wiped them out of the Super Bowl. And so that's another reason to love the Bengals because goodbye to those two. And I would absolutely be... It would be a very nice bow on this season if the Bengals could win this and we could watch Joe Burrow celebrate with his cigar. Would be amazing. You you mentioned the likability of Burrow, right? Let me ask you quickly, Lucy, and then I'll I'll re-tee up the show. We'll get it going here. We got Luke Pergandy going to show up here in about uh, five minutes of PropSwap.com. Give us some of the tickets that are coming in on PropSwap.com. You mentioned Joe Burrow. 
what about Stafford? Long-time lion, suffered in Detroit, barely got to the playoffs a couple times, never won a playoff game. He's got an opportunity, Lucy, to get that for a Super Bowl. Is 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 Stafford, if you could separate him from the team, is that a likable guy? Is that a rude sure. guy? Sure. I mean, you see like Kelly, Kelly Stafford is like, like they're likable. Like he's a very, he seems like a very nice person, but his story is interesting too, because in the halftime show, which I'm very much looking forward to, you've got Detroit and LA, you've got Eminem and you've got Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar, but you've got the two, you've got LA and Detroit and then Matthew Stafford. I wonder who he's rooting for in the halftime show. So I thought of that today. I was like, oh, very interesting. But yes, he's a likable guy, but there's nothing extra. Like there's no... The like he's I'm sure he's he has great character, but there's no like character. Like he's not yeah. going out of his way to be a character, which you don't have to as a football player, but Joe Burrow Yeah, does. no, there's no doubt. Uh, Stafford and Eminem, the closest Detroit's ever getting to the Super Bowl. All right, we got a loaded show. We have a lot to get to. We'll give you all the props. Coming up next, Luke Pergandy, PropSwap.com. What tickets are being bought right now? We'll talk to him next on the BetQL Network. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some bets from Travis Thomas and Brandon Sprague on Back to the Futures from BetQL. Let's get back to more Back to the Futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague, only on the BetQL Network. All right, welcome back into the BetQL Network here. I am Brandon Sprague. Across the way on the East Coast, my partner Lucy Burge doing a great job as uh, always here. Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network and the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts as well. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and having a good time. One week away Lucy from the big game. And I want to get to the prop bets because boy, oh boy, there, there's a lot of them. So what we're going to do is in a second, I want to tee up our, our, our super producer, Zach Kroll to jump on. I do want to share this note real quick and just kind of get your general thoughts. Cause like I read this and it made me start looking at futures here, right? We're back to the futures, Lucy, 12 teams since 1977 have made it to the super bowl with preseasons, uh, uh, preseason odds of 50 to one. Uh, fun fact, the last team to do this was the 2016 Falcons, who unfortunately blew a 28-3 to lead. Oh, the, did uh, they? They did, and I know you remember that. The preseason odds at their time was 80-1, to and that makes me want to dive into futures bets for next year's teams to see who's kind of in this range that it wouldn't be the, the most shocking team to jump out and maybe have a Bengals-like run. We can noodle on that, and then we can also um, talk about it with Luke Pergandy, who's going to join us at PropSwap.com. But let's dive into some prop bets. Zach, welcome aboard. It's nice to have you on the show. And let's run down some props. Me and Lucy are going to give you our thoughts on the prop bets that Zach has pulled. And then Lucy's also going to throw in and sprinkle some of the prop bets that she's finding that don't so much have to do with football, more so the stuff around the football game. So, Zach, uh, what's the first prop you want to throw at me and Lucy? So there are a couple props that come to mind when I think of the Super Bowl, and you kind of just hinted at it. Not all of them necessarily have to do with the game. So the three that come to mind for me uh, right away are the coin toss, uh, heads or tails. We got the length of the national anthem and the Gatorade color. So those three are the main 
uh, that a lot of people focus on the Gatorade color, uh, who, which gets thrown on the winning head coach, obviously. So I'll just ask, uh, I'll start with Lucy. Of those three, which appeals to most to you? And will you be betting on any of them? Yes, I'm going to be betting on all of them because I love these prop bets, but I'll just give you all the prop bets. So I love the length of the national anthem because this one, I know the coin toss is the most bet, but it is the one I'm most scared of because it's over in a second and you, it's, there's no factors that you can think about that could factor into what the result will be. So I love the length of the national anthem, which I know is 95 over under 95 seconds. And I'm going under this year. Gatorade color, no pun intended, leaves a bad taste in my mouth because last year I wanted to bet blue because that's my favorite color and my favorite Gatorade color. But I said, no, it's not going to be blue. And I bet green, yellow. And I was wrong. It was blue. Mm. Uh, So sad. Very quickly. By the way, there was also controversy with that Gatorade bath. I also bet it. And I bet red because I'm an Mm -hmm. idiot. And I bet red thinking Bucks or Chiefs, it's kind of obvious. It's sitting there. I think it was the favorite. And I don't believe we knew the color because the camera missed the Gatorade bath live during the game. And people were pissed in Vegas. They had to go back and they had to send out the information. We got another clip and it ended up being whatever it was. Uh, Is it dark blue or light blue that's your favorite of Gatorade, Lucy? Light blue. Mm, That was my favorite growing up. Yeah, Glacier Freeze. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Zach, to answer your question very quickly before we get to some of the props, I love the coin toss. I am I am the opposite of Lucy here. I know she'll bet it. I love how quickly it's over because there's nothing worse than having Bengals mine or Bengals plus four, and then the Rams with the football, and you're sitting there for ten minutes going, "How is this going to end? Am I going to win my ticket?" At least with the coin flip, it's it's over and it's done. A couple bucks on the coin flip is the way to go. Yeah, so another prop that comes to mind for me, when I think of Super Bowl props, one thing that comes to mind is the Super Bowl a couple years ago in New York, first snap of the game over Peyton Peyton Manning's head into the end zone for a safety. And that safety just opened up a lot of doors. And we have a lot of possible doors that could be open. And really, we just have some options here. Will there be a successful safety by either team? Yes, plus 800. No, minus 1,800. That's a little, you know, you're not really going to bet that. But what I wanted to throw at you guys, will there be a successful two-point conversion in the game by either team? Yes, plus 265. That's juicy. No, minus 350. I would take the value on the yes here, actually, because what we've a lot of my prop bets for this game are going to be based on what we've seen in the games of the past couple of weeks, because really weird stuff had been happening. So I look at this and I'm like, you know what, anything's possible. And I would put a couple bucks on this. Oh, yeah, I, I'm betting yes on that. No problem. Um, I, I might put $10 on that. I think both these teams lend themselves to being two point positions, whether that's the Bengals going up and the Rams playing catch-up, or the Rams going up and Bengals playing catch-up. We just saw the Bengals do this last week. They did this in the AFC Championship game. They had to get the yeah. two-point to uh, cut the deficit, and they did it. So I think Taylor and McVay, although sometimes can be frustrating, I think, honestly, they lend themselves more into the yes category here, and I'm with Lucy. There's value there. That, that yes is over two to one. Uh, I'm going to take that value, and I, I'm betting yes, because it just feels like, these two teams, more so than so many others, are prone to go for that two and be aggressive in this game. Yeah, why not? 
Okay, another one that's pretty interesting here. This is pretty much 50-50, a toss-up. But the longest touchdown of the game, we know that both of these offenses could score pretty rapid plays. We've seen Cooper Cup make a long play, 50-plus yard touchdown. Same thing with Jamar Chase on the other side. So longest touchdown, over under 42 and a half yards, uh, total touchdown in the game, each side, uh, minus 115 here. Over, under, uh, Sprague, I see your face already. What do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm leaning no. You know, I, I think Cooper Cup, um, Odell, obviously Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Like, both teams have the players to do this. And we've seen them both have plays that go for that kind of distance for a touchdown. But I think you're really gambling betting the yes here. It's not that they can't do it. It's more so like what – Though you said those are even money odds, right? On yes and no. Yeah, minus yeah, one fifteen each way. I'm actually surprised it's even money, to be honest, on that prop. I, I'm betting no. I, that's a lot of yards, and sometimes in these moments you think it's going to happen, and it's just like, oh, he got a 35 yard touchdown, not a 42 and a half yard touchdown. I would bet the no on this. I agree, one thousand percent. I agree, and also I would stay away from that one. Just if it's even money, and you're you're just like, why would yeah. you do that? Yeah, I would put your money, sprinkle it elsewhere. But yeah, I would definitely bet no on that. Okay, guys, another one that it's pretty cliche. A lot of people are going to be uh, talking about this, but the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, we have Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow. I will get the odds in a second, the exact odds, but just quick thoughts on Super Bowl MVP. I would say Joe Burrow, especially because I like the Bengals to win. And he is the MVP of our hearts. He is the MVP of America right now. And I would say he would be the MVP of this game should the Bengals win. So I would absolutely go with Joe Burrow here. Uh, Lucy, if Joe Burrow ever runs for president, you should be his campaign manager. You already oh, have no. the, you already have his slogan. He's America's guy. Like, the you're no show. to go there. Let's go. Joe <laughs> yeah. show. Um, I like the pick of quarterback. It, it, Primarily lends itself to be a quarterback award, uh, but I'm I'm gonna go a little off the board and hope for some value here. I'm I'm gonna say Jamar Chase. I'm gonna Ooh, take Jamar Chase. I don't know how much value that's gonna be, uh, but of the two, I think Chase could be in some moments to have a huge game. Dion Branch like performance, just a ton of receptions, a decent amount of yards, and a touchdown. And I I, I see that happening because I actually think Burrow is gonna hit the under on his pass attempts that you can also bet on. I think last time I checked, it was 37. Uh, I'm going to bet the under on that. So I think the impact of Chase will be felt a little more, whereas Joe Burrow can have a great game, but he throws for 250 and maybe two touchdowns, whereas I think Jamar Chase is going to have some good stats uh, to be right there to win it. This is true. I saw some reports that the under on his pass attempts is very popular with big betters. So, I'm, oh, yeah. Hello? Yeah. I know he might, he might go under on that, but I would say if the Rams win, I'd go with Stafford, but I still don't think they're going to. Zach, uh, <laughs> qu quiz for you here, hot shot. Can you tell me the last time a kicker won Super Bowl MVP? Cause is, does McPherson have a better shot than what we're giving him? Yeah. So I will give you the odds right now. I, I'm, okay. I don't think a kicker has ever won Super Bowl MVP. If I were to guess Adam Venateri didn't win it. So Should've. I was uh, just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but when I look at the Super Bowl MVP odds, here we go. Uh, we have Matthew Stafford at even money, Joe Burrow at plus 200, Cooper Cup at plus 450, Aaron Donald at plus 900, Jamar Chase at plus 1500, OBJ Ooh. at plus 2600, 
Cam Akers at plus 3,000. And yes, Evan McPherson does have odds at plus 3,000. Yes. Okay. He probably yes. got on the board based on his comments about going to the AFC championship game. And they're like, put him on the board. <laughs> He's Burrow's well, guy. I'll say this. Zach's reading off the odds. And for the audience that's listening, not watching, uh, I know that look, Lucy. You bit the lip, and every gambler knows that when you bite the lip, you're like, oh, those odds. Jamar Chase plus 1,500? Yes. I'm in on that one. I would put a sprinkle on a bunch of these, honestly. Yeah. Especially, like, I'd put it on McPherson. I'd put it Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Those plus 200 odds, I would put more money on that. Yeah, that's better odds than I thought he was going to get. That's a lip bite bet if I ever saw one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of McPherson, we'll stay in the kicking category for this next prop. Total field goals made in the game. Now, Matt Gay, the Rams kicker, he's pretty good. Uh, he's been dealing with an injury. He, if you remember, in the divisional round against Tampa Bay, he missed a 47-yard field goal that would have ended the game. Just he was completely short. One of the weirder kicks in a playoff game I've ever seen. But total field goals made in the game uh, for both teams. Over, under, three and a half and the over is at 125 the under at minus 155 Ooh, this is both teams combined yes Ooh. I'm, three and a half. I'm, I'm inclined to go over i just oh, i don't know i feel that's a I lot like of the, field goals Lucy. I, I like the over in the game yeah and i'm you know what i'm going under i'm going under i'm picturing it in my mind i'm going under yeah, I'm also going to go under and mark this down because now they're going to kick five or six field goals and we're going to look dumb. It's going to be the field goal Super Bowl, no touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, it's going to watch it be 12 to nine. And we're like, that was a bad offensive game, but whatever. Um, I'm betting the under as well. I'm betting the under in the game too. So that's Ooh. why I'm betting the under in field goals. If I was leaning the over, I might contemplate taking the over of the field goal kicks, but I'm taking the under. I, I think they're going to have a little trouble. Some nerves are going to be going here for probably the first quarter. Um, and I'm probably going to be way wrong on this because it's the Bengals and everything with the Bengals I've been off on. But I have the under in the game, so I'm taking the under in the field goals. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one for you guys. Speaking of juicy numbers that you guys may want to sprinkle a little bit on, how about uh, will there be a defensive or special teams touchdown in the game by either team? Right now we're looking at yes plus 205, no minus uh, 270. I feel like this is a bet a lot of people will make to just sprinkle some value on either a defensive or a special teams touchdown. Lucy, what do you think about this one? So, yeah, I mean, I might sprinkle a little bit just because this feels like the anything's possible Super Bowl. Like Kevin Garnett, anything is possible here because of what we've seen again the past few weeks. So, yeah, I'd put a little bit on that. I don't I don't know. I'm think I'm thinking of how the game will play out. Maybe I would I would put some money on yes. Sure. Mm, never forget Kevin Garnett ruined a slogan of a company that he was an advertiser for in that moment, which was fantastic. Uh, I'm this, this is a stay away bet for me. I don't think those odds are good enough value for me to want to dive in here. If I did, I would honestly Lucy's categorized as sprinkle two dollar bet. I'm not exactly. I'm not betting more than that on that prop. I don't like it. Those odds aren't good enough for me. I think you could get a defensive touchdown, um, uh, but the odds seem pretty long, and, and they're not good enough for uh, entice me to want to bet that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, keeping it with the props, we went over the longest touchdown. This is an interesting one. How about the shortest touchdown in the game by either team? Uh, over under one and a half yards, it's basically even money. The over 
uh, minus 110, the under minus 120 sprig, the shortest touchdown in the game over under uh, one and a half yards. Uh, I'm going to say over. It's hard for me to, to envision a scenario where they're on the one and they just do a quarterback sneak. Uh, I'm going to take the over of one and a half as the shortest. Not great odds again, but in this scenario, I, I would take I would take the over. I agree. I like to stay away from even money props because it's just not as gratifying and there's just yeah. no value. But I would I can't imagine agreed. Like I can't imagine a scenario like they're on the two yard line and that's and you bet the under and it's like, oh man, like that's I would stay away from that one. But I if I had a gun to my head over. Okay, we have uh, Luke Pergandy coming up at PropSwap.com. We'll get his thoughts on how people are feeling with their tickets, their futures tickets that they're looking to cash in. Uh, Zach, we have time. We'll get back into some prop bets and our thoughts um, on the Super Bowl. Zach, your uh, one more prop as quickly as can. We'll, we'll fire away with one more. Okay, this is a pretty – I know you just said you didn't like even money odds, but we got a bunch of them right now. Team to record the first coaches challenge and team to record the first time out of the game. These random 50-50 props, just like the coin toss, still no interest in betting those or no? I would go with Rams for both. Rams for both. I like that. I would just I throw that out there. Good, yeah, <laughs> throw that out there like challenge flag. Yes, exactly. My no, flag's I like anyway. that. I like that as well. All right, Zach, uh, thank you for jumping on with the props. Good stuff there. Thank you, Zach. Um, we will hopefully be able to share a couple thoughts on the uh, the old big game coming up here. But up next, Luke Pergandy of PropSwap.com. Travis Thomas and Brandon Sprague. Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? You're listening to Back to the Futures from BetQL. Promo code BET at BetQL.com. Let's get back to more Back to the Futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague, only on the BetQL Network. All right, welcome back in. Back to the Futures here on the uh, BetQL Network. Lucy Burge, Brandon Sprague. We are joined now by our good friend Luke Pergandy of PropSwap.com. We had him on before and we brought him back. It is the week going in. To the old Super Bowl, so we got a big game to be uh, uh, evaluating, make our bets, and look forward to. But Luke, we we love to have you on because you get to tell us what were people looking at going into the season, and now they're trying to sell off at PropSwap.com. We got a great ticket that was texted to, to Lucy and I. Um, but I first want to start things off with first of all saying thanks for coming to the show, and second of all, what is the one ticket that stood out for you this week going into this matchup? Oh, it's it's the only three hundred to one Bengals Super Bowl future that exists. Um, I've I've made the rounds in the media and tried to find anyone else that has a three hundred to one ticket. Offshore, onshore, there is one single three hundred to one Bengals ticket. Uh, we have it. We had it last week. Um, he had it posted for about uh, thirty seven hundred. Um, we got some bids around three thousand. And uh, no deal was done. So, of course, it's back. Um, you know, I know this gambler and he's a pro. Um, so, you know, historically, what we'd hear at Props Up, it's like, okay, you have this $100, 301 Bengals bet, it collects 30 grand. What you do now is you just go hedge on the Rams, right? The problem with that is so, right now, that Bengals ticket is worth 12 grand. 
on PropSwap. It would sell for about 12 Gs if he decides to list it. We obviously have about a week before kick here. Um, so it's worth 12 grand. To profit 12 grand by betting on the Rams, you need $24,000 because they're minus 200. Like 99% wow. of America doesn't have access to $24,000 <laughs> to non sports. And then we'll hear people say, oh, Bank of America will lend money to you. Bank of America newsflash does not lend money to sports press. So, um, you know, he's, he's, he's in a predicament here. Um, so it's hedging. I get, you know, that's what people did for a hundred years is you just go make another hedge bet. But problem is you need cash to do that. Unless you're betting offshore, maybe. Um, is a bookie going to give you 24 grand of credit? Probably not. But um, yeah, that's when we get down to these huge Super Bowl tickets, hedging on the other side just isn't financially feasible for 99% of the country. So in the week leading up to the Super Bowl, this week that we are entering right now into the big game, is this the week you see a lot of ticket sales and movement and things like this? Or does it is it even throughout the week? Or is there a big push at any point during the week? Yeah, we always say deadline spur action. Um, so it's trickling in already. Today was a really high volume day. Um, but it happens every year. We're Saturday morning, Sunday morning. We'll just see a rush of tickets get posted, being bought and sold. It happens. It's clockwork. Um, so yeah, it's definitely you know we've been running this business for seven years. Like in year two, like this day was crickets. You could hear crickets chirping uh, seven days out. But we've come a long way, and um, it's it's getting earlier every year. That the, the uh, volume is starting to to increase earlier every year. So. Today has been really busy, and to your point, it's it will only continue to grow each day. You know, we've seen some same game parlays get posted. Um, we saw so MGM has an interesting line. They have um, Joe Burrow to, to be the first Bengals touchdown, and they have him at twenty to one. Um, that's a really good price. Some other books have him at like fifteen to one or even ten to one. Um, so we've seen some MGM tickets get posted. Uh, and Joe Burrow, and then kind of the same thing for Stafford. They got Stafford around the same odds. Of course, it's passing does not count for a bet like that. We that's been a kind of a uh, a issue on Twitter and on props. People well, it's in touchdowns. Passing touchdowns do not count for first touch to score. But Stafford, and Burrow, and MGM a twenty to one to rushing. Of course, receiving if pulls by Lucy. Um, play is uh is directed with the special Nick Foles a receiving touchdown in that situation against the Pats. But um, yeah, so those are, those are kind of some interesting props that people are shopping for and posting them on props off because they're finding a really good number at MGM when all the other books might have 10 to one and something like that. Well, Luke, we, we got wind. There's a ticket on prop swap. Um, it's a Zach Taylor coach of the year ticket. And I'm kind of kicking myself here. You know, we brought you on a couple weeks ago and I'm kicking myself because uh, I want to say it was about seven weeks ago we did one of the shows and we were talking about coach of the year odds. And I think at that time, Zach Taylor was still 12 or 15 to one. Like he, his odds were not very good. And I should have yeah. put a ticket down because I get this, a ticket right now on PropSwap.com with Zach Taylor to win 2021 coach of the year. You talked about having the Bengals long odds. I'm curious how many coach of the year, um, how many Super Bowl MVP, type tickets do you see throughout what this week is 
Uh, so coach of the year or Super Bowl MVP? Coach of the year, we've seen a ton. Yeah, m- yeah. many Zach Taylor tickets get posted at 30 to 1 odds. That's about the highest we've seen him. There might be a couple 40 to 1s out there. Obviously, you got a 1 in 32 shot to win, so shouldn't be much higher than that um, at the beginning of the season. But we've seen tons of 30 to 1 bets get posted, and, and many have sold. Now, the caveat with that uh, bet is that voting ends at the end of the regular season. So what's happening right now is not increasing or decreasing Zach Taylor's odds. Yes, it's increasing attention, you know, on Zach Taylor, but the odds were tabulated, the votes were tabulated three weeks ago, four weeks ago when the regular season ended. But yes, obviously now, you know, it's just getting attention to a props off under the primary uh, as well. Um, also, I believe that is taken down at most of the I don't think you can make a coach of the year wager more on GM or DraftKings whoever. I think we're the only place mm-hmm. in the country being by itself right now. Um, you asked about Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, Super Bowl MVP. You know, I think yeah. back to Von Miller um, in the, um, I believe it was Broncos Panthers Super Bowl. Maybe it was Broncos Seahawks. Uh, but Von Miller was uh, bet down from 60 to 1 to 50 to 1 before the game even started. Uh, Super Bowl MVP, and obviously in that situation, if you got a 60-1 to bet, you know, seven days out from the uh, Super Bowl, and then on the day of the Super Bowl, it's 15-1, to props off that, right? Like, you can make four times your money, and um, if you got 60-1, to it's now 15-1. to That's You can make 4x, um, and don't care how the game goes, right? You're out. Sell that, lock in four extra money, and, and move on to the next wager. Yeah. So this is the time leading up to the game where you get all those oddball props. I know my favorite is on the national anthem and all the things that go into that. Do you have a personal favorite prop surrounding the game mm. that you bet on so, or that you just think is interesting? Yeah, those those Burrow and and Stafford to be the team's first touchdown, not the game's first touchdown, but the respective team's first touchdown. I like that a lot. Um and then you can get Cam Akers at five to one to be the Rams first touchdown as well. I like that. I think they're going to give him the ball a ton if they want to beat this Bengals team and keep Joe Burrow off the field. Um, so yeah, those would be my kind of my uh, staying in the prop category of got player to score teams for a touchdown, both Stafford and Burrow at really high odds at 20 to one. And then Akers at around five to one to to be the Rams first touchdown. Yeah, that's that's good value with a lot of those dudes. Luke Pergandy here. Propswap.com is where you want to go check out. He's got all the tickets on that website. If you're interested in looking at some future tickets that somebody made a few months back, man, propswap.com is the website for you. Where would you say, Luke, as we're kind of winding down here, where would you say you're just leaning in general, right? As a guy who's seeing all these futures bets. Where are you leaning right now today, a week out from the game uh, in, in that matchup? Yeah. I mean, my, you know, my heart, we always want underdogs that props off. That's just how this business model works. You got a really big long shot and then you post it for sale coming into the Super Bowl. Like we always are cheering for underdogs. Um, and this, you know, I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. This Bengals team is the biggest underdog in NFL history. There's never been a 300 to one team go to the Super Bowl. It's literally the biggest long shot in football history as long as they've been tracking it. So uh, my heart wants them to win. 
Um, but my my brain just says the Rams. My, my Super Bowl pick was Rams Chiefs since the beginning of the season. I love Matt Stafford. I love Sean McVay. Aaron Donald's arguably the best player in the NFL. Um, it, it concerns me that the easiest analysis to this game is Bengals O-line stinks. Rams D-line is fantastic. They're yeah. just going to run wild all game. That's the easiest thing to say, and that concerns me because anytime analysis is easy, it usually doesn't go that way. Um, <laughs> So that's that's my concern with the Rams. But my heart wants the Bengals to win, but my brain says uh, take the Rams. I don't like minus four or minus four and a half. I would just take a money line. I get it. You're giving up minus 200, but that's 50% return. People like freak out when they start to get into the minus money categories. I don't at all. 50% return on your money. Like the stock market has been getting annihilated over the past six months, like, these guys are making, you know, that get paid, that make billions that get paid millions to analyze the stock market, getting their butts kicked. And I can take the Rams and get 50% of my money if they beat the Bengals this weekend. Like, I'll do that. Do you see this being a high scoring game or on the lower side? Um, that's a good question. The Bengals defense is not good. Really not. They, they didn't win last week because of the like the big defense thing by Apple things. Um and the reason they won the game last year is Juro's like he would would be thin and long or second and long and he would just take off and scramble and convert on these first downs. Like it, he threw the ball well, but like there was there must have been four separate rushes that Joe Burrow had that got him that first down. Um so you know, they, he can run the ball. Now the question becomes, is Von Miller going to prohibit that? He's probably going to do his best um, to stop Joe from running. So um, yeah, I would, I tend to say lower because of that. I, I just, I don't trust the Bengals offense enough. Um, and I, yeah, I don't trust the Bengals offense enough. So I will say lower. So Here I would go. go under and Rams Mike. money line. Oh. Ooh, might not come down to the final two minutes, like in a lot of games we've seen lately. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, like, the, Ram the Rams look pretty bad against the Niners, but clearly Kyle Shanahan has Sean McVay's number. Like, right, he's right. played him extremely well, so I'm not ready to extrapolate that Rams game into this Super Bowl game. Um, so I will take Rams money line and, and the under because I just I don't trust the Bengals offense enough. I love Joe Burrow. The giving props contest at BetQL is giving away $2,000 each week during the playoffs, plus a grand prize drawing of $10,000. Sign up for free at BetQL.com slash props.